Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim Wildman here with Ray Pritchard. And we thank you for listening, everybody, to AFR. Uh, Steve Jordan now in the studio with us. He does. Uh, hi. You just speak in third person? I guess you? I did, yeah. I'm the, <laughs> <laughs> it's a long weekend. Actually, it was a good weekend. My wife uh, kidnapped me and held me hostage in a uh, bed and breakfast in uh, eastern Alabama. I was begging people to come rescue me in about a week or two. <laughs> so you had a good weekend. Yeah, That's it was a very, very good weekend. Yeah. Nice, nice. Where'd you go? Um, the the worst marketing scheme ever, but the name of this bed and breakfast was Secret, the Secret Bed and Breakfast. Okay. It's in Leesburg, Alabama, and it was delightful. <laughs> really good. So, so uh, I've never been to a, a bed and breakfast. So yeah. that's, um, you know, is it like a home that's been sort of like a nice home that's been really renovated or is it a small hotel or what, what, this what one are those is, places like? Yeah, this one's more like a lodge, uh, like, you know, you might, uh, like a hotel. Um, it, it has both cabins and indoor rooms mm-hmm. that you can go to. I've seen some the, that usually they're like a Victorian, old Victorian right. house that's remodeled. It's a house. Room. Where multiple people stay and everybody hears everybody else's movements. There you go. That's what scares and, me. And they Just feed the you breakfast in the morning. That's what the a bed principle breakfast. of that bothers me. <laughs> Could you hear everything, Steve? No. We were in a uh, cabin. Yeah. We were in a cabin all, all, all well, to ourselves. But that's not a bed and breakfast. Well, okay. I'll, I'll have to let them know you, that you they had have a, to change you, you the had sign. A bed and they gave you breakfast, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all right. All right. I... I Ladies and gentlemen, I agree. I'm being a little bit of a smart aleck towards Steve here, and he doesn't deserve this. And the fact that I sign his checks mean he has to sit there and take it. I don't. I don't mind. And that's at all. not right. Uh, permission to speak freely, Steve. Permission. Now stop it. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Uh, bed and breakfast. You can have cabins. Go yeah. for it. Well, okay. That, I'm, I'm good with it. It's I'm all good. good. I'm good with that. But a traditional bed and breakfast, I think of as kind of like right. the one Bob Newhart ran. There you go. Yeah, yeah, in the Victorian On the home. Newhart okay. show, right? Right, right, right. It's one big uh, old house that's been right. converted into a uh, hotel and uh, where, where very friendly hosts make g- very good food. Yeah. And, uh, but, but you do hear – you do hear everybody moving in the whole building. Uh, I've stated well, a couple. One other question, Steve, yes, with the bre- breakfast, was it good? Yeah, was it, uh, it was a lot. The first uh, we had a, the first day uh, we had a. It was like an app. Was it like an apple bake? It was like a um, bread pudding kind of breakfasty mm-hmm. bread pudding. Yeah. Um, and we had eggs and we had fruit. A fruit cup every morning. There's a yeah. little bit of a really quiche healthy. thing. Quiche thing. Yeah, it was healthy for you. Yeah, biscuits and gravy. Okay. It's all, We're talking. all kinds of good stuff. And you, so you're renewed now? You're, you feel revived? You I take, am. Uh, you ready to attack the week? I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What's what, what's the first uh, news item you got there before you, well, you I, wanted to bring to our attention? I, <laughs> people in the Bay Area, I, I'm starting to figure out why they're moving out. Where you grew up. Where I grew up. 
Um, the, I'm starting to figure out why people are leaving California. So uh, the crime in the Bay Area has shot up, in San Francisco particularly has shot up. Um, and it's because of the, uh, the, they haven't defunded their police, but they, they have a prosecutor that's releasing everybody. And, and uh, so they have seen an increase in shootings, assaults, shoplifting, car break-ins. Um, 753% increase in car break-ins from May 2020 to May 2021. It's just, it, it's exploding. So the San Francisco Chronicle writes a little op-ed. They have a question. Residents and city leaders are searching for answers. Should they just tolerate burglaries as a part of city living and focus on barricading homes? Should repeat offenders get rehabilitation services or be incarcerated so they can't commit more crimes? I don't know. These would almost be rhetorical questions to me, but apparently they're really considering making burglaries kind of just, you know, it's part of the cost you factor into living in the city. Is that the way it is in Kansas City? And and well, not that bad. No, 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 not yet. I mean, that's extreme. So there. So I mean, one possibility is just forget about it. You know, you're probably going to get robbed. You're probably going to get broken into. So barricade your homes, right? That's what they're saying. They they cite some uh, neighbors who who got together and hired private security. It's another option for you, but. Yeah, um, things are not going well on the crime front and on the police front, I should say. But, I mean, they're asking you to, just the fact that they're asking you to tolerate burglaries, it's just, uh, there's a Saturday Night Live skit where some guy was standing at an ATM and uh, they had a line of of thieves or robbers and a line of ATM people and the uh, person puts their card in the ATM the, the guy stands up and says, I'm Robert. I'll be your Robert. I'll be your burglar today. <laughs> yeah. What a world. What a world. All right. What else you got? Um, all right. Uh, the southern border continues to be porous, but it's not only illegal immigrants and such that are. It's uh, not porous. It's wide open. <laughs> this it is. There's no border. Yeah. Porous well, means you have holes here and there, like Swiss cheese. Uh Biden, Biden and Harris have just torn down any border. That, well, they fiz- the, 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 any border uh, patrol that we basically have. Yeah. They're, they're flooding in by the millions. And because Joe Biden asked them to. And it's, what's really kind of discouraging is that they're coming up at the, in these caravans of hundreds, if not thousands of people, carrying signs saying, Joe Biden, let us in, said we could come in. But uh, we're also seeing a flood of opiates crossing the border. And the, uh, a former uh, drug enforcement agency chief, his name is Kyle Williamson, says <laughs> it's as bad as he's ever seen it. It's the worst it's ever been, he says. The amount of methamphetamines and fentanyl coming right now is unprecedented. As of So what, whatever happened to marijuana and cocaine? It's legal now. Oh, well, cocaine, not cocaine, yeah. cocaine. Well, it, it is actually Marijuana, in Oregon. Okay. <laughs> but, okay. Um, yeah, and and uh, that has, I suppose curbs the uh, the drug cartel. So a should bit. we legalize cocaine? And well, they didn't. They actually did that in um, for small amounts of any drug uh, in Oregon. I think it was one of the West Coast. I, 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 don't misunderstand me, folks. I'm no. not for legalizing cocaine. I'm just asking a question. Right. What's, right. What you used to, we used to have the war on drugs, and it was marijuana and cocaine, and now it's fentanyl and what else? What did you meta? 
Uh, methamphetamines. Methamphetamines. Uh, they have, there has been, as of May, a 4,000% increase in fentanyl coming across Why? the border. Why? Because Americans are using it. <laughs> what, does it do to, what does it do to you? Fentanyl is, a, I believe, is a depressive. I mean, I think fentanyl will, um, it, you die, if you overdose and die, it's because you have stopped breathing. You're, you've fallen asleep, basically, to death. You know what it does, Ray, to people? <clears throat> I know it comes, I know a lot of it. I was going to say all of it, but I know a lot of it comes from China. I know that much. Mm. You think it comes from China to Mexico, to the drug cartels, and then up into the There's US? money. There's money there. And there's money because there's a demand for it, right? Well, do you know what it physically does to you to cause the addiction? I don't. Well, it's 50 to 100 times more potent than uh, a natural. It's, it's a synthetic. In other words, they make it in a lab. And according to um, a website that I... Uh, according to my vast found of knowledge that I have here on this, it's 50 to 100 times more potent than a natural uh, opi- opi- opioid like uh, cocaine. Um, well, I'm 50 sorry. 50 to 100 times more powerful. That's what it Goodness. says, more potent. More potent. Whoa. Yeah. So we're talking a really dangerous drug here. Yeah. And it's flooding in over the, right. the southern border. Yeah. It is. All right, next story. Um, I don't know when you're going to bring us some happy news, but I'm ready for it, Steve. About every third story you need to break through. I have to remember that, but there's not a lot of you need to give happiness. Us some sun, you need to at least give us a ray of sunshine. We live in a like, fallen world, world, Tim. <laughs> That's all I got to say. What do you say, Ray? Ray, did you – what are you chewing on, Ray? Pistachio nuts. Oh, no. man. Uh, you bring it up good, for everybody? Good for you. Yeah, come to Kansas City. I got a big handful here for you. <laughs> okay. Um the uh, vaccines, uh, the vaccinated are now becoming unvaccinated. You, you, we could have almost predicted that this would happen. We're talking uh, starting in the NBA. So NBA players were required, um, not required, they were strongly encouraged to get the vaccine. If not, they had to be tested um, like every day and it's just overbearing amount of regulations if they don't get it. So um, they got the vaccine, and and uh, as we know, the vaccines uh, maybe aren't aren't enough. So now they're coming up with booster shots. Well, now the NBA has informed teams that all players who received the vaccine at least two months ago, they're subject to game day testing beginning December one if they haven't gotten the booster. So the vaccinated are now the unvaccinated again. Okay, wait a minute. So you're saying if somebody got the the it's Johnson and Johnson, Johnson right? and Johnson, yeah. Okay, let's say August. August the 1st, you yep. got the, the one-shot J&J. Yep. Now, if you don't get the booster shot by whatever that date is, yep. you're going to be considered unvaccinated. You are. Right? That's, That's crazy. Right. I know. Well, this may uh, – is the word portend? Yeah. What's portend I, mean? It means good, looking forward to. Good, good move. Okay. Yeah. I haven't used that in probably five years. Well, you did well. This, this may portend – um, a move by Democrats, not well, I should say liberals, not all Democrats, like, for example, the governor of uh, Kansas are for the draconian control measures of the National Party. <clears throat> but the, here, here's what's here's what could very well happen, folks, like right here with the NBA. The, what if Biden uh, announces in January or sooner 
And he says, you know what? The CDC has just redefined what it means to be fully vaccinated. Therefore, I, your Lord, your political Lord, say unto the dictate, uh, dictates unto the people, you must follow the CDC uh, definition of fully vaxxed and get your booster shot by the end of January or else you're not going to be considered vaccinated any longer and subject to the same uh, penalties that we're treating the quote unvaccinated with now. Yeah. That is lose your job. Lose your job. Why would, why wouldn't that happen? I would think that at some point I was talking with a member of Congress this morning, um, and I asked them, I said, you know, we've been waiting for the courts to come and put some fences around these emergency emergency proclamations. You know, how far can they go? What can they demand that we do? And and what, you know, what's unconstitutional? Uh, my question to <clears throat> Congressman Banks was, uh, is, does Congress have a role in that? Can they pass them? And they could, but they won't. But could yeah, pass what? A, a, a law that says this far, no further, as far as the emergency mandate, maybe even put a time. You can't have an emergency. Well, I think the Supreme Court's about to rule on that the, yeah. pretty, pretty soon. We, they, we talked about that with Abe last hour, but yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they may. Uh, but yeah, we've needed some fences around these mandates, and specifically uh, mandates that say you can't need to worship in churches. That's what's most concerning to me, of course. Yeah. Um, so, you know, well, basically, Tim, the answer is at the moment, there's nothing stopping the president from saying that, right? Nothing. From saying, uh, oh, from saying what I said? That's right. That, there's that nothing to stop him from saying that. Yeah. He, 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 if Biden can get away with forcing all Americans to get an injection into their bloodstream, <clears throat> then what he can, and I don't think that's constitutional, and I think the Supreme Court will rule in the next couple of weeks, probably, that it's unconstitutional, the next few weeks anyway. However... If you believe that uh, Biden has the authority to force Americans to get an injection or lose their jobs or cause their companies to suffer greatly, if Biden has that authority unilaterally to do that, then what he can do, he can come back and send in January. So you know what, folks, I, uh, we're going we're gonna to redefine vaccine uh, fully vaccinated. So if you don't get your you don't get your booster shot by a couple weeks from now, uh, we're going after you. I saw, um, I think it was on MSNBC, I saw uh, one of their commentators, news people, saying, you know, we've really enjoyed not having a flu season this year. Maybe we should make masks, you know, like mandatory year-round for certain types of, like on airplanes and such. Uh, I, and when did this become, and how did this, Ray, how did this become a political issue? Because it seems like it is. It how did like, what, the flu? Uh, vaccines and masks. You don't know the answer to that question, Steve? Well, I suspect it's because President Trump came out in favor of something and they had to oppose it. Is that, would I be close? Go ahead, Ray. <laughs> well, that much is certainly true. But we've pointed out from the beginning that Americans are a generous bunch and we're willing to give. Yes. We were told it was a, a true national emergency, yes. right? And nobody knew. It, it came out of nowhere. Nobody knew, and so we were willing to go along with the 15 days and the mm-hmm. 30 days. and six, we're, we're, Americans are a patient people, but finally, this has turned, Steve, from a medical thing into a political thing, into an exercise of raw political yeah. power until somebody finally puts their foot. In fact, it will not change until the people rise up and say enough is enough, and I think 
that is what is happening across the country now. We're getting to that point. Except for Joe Scarborough, I just uh, found the, the story. It, it was him. He suggests support for long-term mask mandates. Yeah. Who, who's, who's Joe Scarborough? Um, well, let him do it. Go yeah, for it. I'm sure that huh? I'm sure that he will. Long-term He's, mask mandates for who? Um, for everybody. Uh, everybody. If you're on an air mask on airplanes, for example, I think is what he's saying. Um, he says it's been really nice not having the flu for a couple of years now. When I'm outside, I'm not yeah. Wear you a might mask. ask yourself, why is that? Right. It's because everything's called COVID. Right. Right. That's why there's no they flu. They just swept it into the COVID bag. That's yeah. all that happened there. And you you have to... It, was he you, wearing a mask on TV when he was saying this? He was not. There you go. Um, Hypocrite. I would Hypocrite. think, though, that... And I'm, I'm no doctor, but I would think that wearing a mask as much as we've been asked to wear masks uh, might have some effect on the rate of the flu. I would just think... Well, that. sure. Sure. Okay. Sure. So... Okay, look, look, there's a lot of factors going on there, including, though, yes, wearing the mask did have something to do with it, and everybody was staying indoors there for right, so many months. Right. We, we literally were separated from each other. But let's face it, they were, in some cases, they Steve, they were sweeping everything into the COVID bag, mm-hmm. especially last year. Yeah. So it's, mm-hmm. it, it's really strange to go from – all those hundreds of thousands of flu cases, and now there's six in the whole country, you know, or <laughs> right. whatever it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, we, I'm grateful, uh, by the way, thank you, uh, Tim. I'm grateful that our company here, uh, if it gives us a flu vaccine every year, I take it. If you it. want it. Yeah, if you want it. Yeah. No, no we mandate. We don't mandate it. <laughs> no, but it is available. If you want to get your flu shot, go for it. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Uh, But but that begs a question. Yes. I think Biden needs to demand that all Americans get the flu shot. Don't give him any ideas. (laughs) No, I I really do. I think, uh, you know, to be consistent here, Mm -hmm. the flu kills people. And uh, you look at the numbers every year of the Americans that die because of the flu. And if we can just get everybody vaccinated with the flu shot. Flatten the curve. We can flatten the curve. Flatten the curve, right? Why not? Won't take more than two or three years. Promise. (laughs) Go. All right. Um, Going over to the woke side of the street, uh, State Street Global Advisors is one of the largest investment firms in the world. Dan Celia would know all about this. Um, And now it is. uh, they have a person who is their um, uh, corporate... A uh, guy that is in charge of equity, and I, I had a title here, but I didn't underline. But it means nothing to Ray and me, right? He's a money man. Well, Just go ahead. What? It's, it's, he's the head of inclusion, diversity, and corporate citizenship. Oh, is that what he's a head yes, of? Yes, he is. He's, uh, for who? For for an investment firm? Uh, yes, State Street Global Advisors. And, I, and he he's the, he's the what now? He's the head of inclusion, diversity. And corporate citizenship. Oh, Maybe they just went uh, to like Cal Berkeley and grabbed some guy off the street and said, "I know where this story's going, but go ahead." Well, um, it is now a, a, a rule in this financial company that if you want to hire a white person, you have to ask permission. That's you have not to get true. a special. Okay, well, <laughs> Fox Business. I, I, I'm, is I'm saying it. that as a generic <laughs> yeah. response, Steve, not as a, I know. a, a it, rhetorical it must, response. It, and it sounds like it's a Chicago-based company, State Street, right? I mean, no, actually, it's a, it's in London. Whoa. Okay. 
London. Well, let's oh. say they have so offices in London. So they're an international company. Yeah. What's the name? What's their name again? State Street Global Advisors. And how and big are they? One of the largest is all, is all I'm told. And they got them. They got a uh, head uh, of inclusion, diversity, and corporate citizenship. And if, if you want to hire a white person, what now? You got to ask permission. You got to get approval from the. Uh, I guess this guy. All right. That's insane. <laughs> look, look, look. The the, the the if I was a client or an investor, if that's the right word in in that fund. I would say, look, I don't care who you hire. Hire people help make me some money, <laughs> there right? You go. Right? Isn't green. That we what? want everybody to be green. Everybody to be green. You can't make do that in the money. U.S., by the way. That's called racial discrimination, and it's unconstitutionally legal. Yeah. Well, this is this. he's speaking out of the uh, – Maybe you can do it in the U.K. I don't know. In London, yeah. You can't do it in the U.S., though. All right, next story. All right. Um, well, we can all be so proud of our military now. They have christened another ship. Now they have the USS Harvey Milk, which was christened over the weekend by a transgender veteran, uh, a dude that was Harvey Milk up in was the uh, gay activist from the, what, 50s, 60s? In, uh, 70s. 70s mm-hmm. in uh, California. San Francisco. San Francisco. He was a, he yeah. was a uh, member of the Board of Supervisors. So is, that, is this Francisco. a Navy ship? It is. And uh, he was one of the... Too. The mayor, Moscone, and um, Milk were killed. I'm telling you, we've got, we got a serious problem inside our own military. I was reading an article over the weekend about uh, Sean Hannity. I was on some, uh, uh, was it, I think it was naval. Uh, what are you, midshipman, yeah. I guess you could say. And what What's going on with these academies, Ray, mm. Steve? Uh, how the woke stuff is being promoted. Inside these academies, you know, uh, so I mean, the, the military's gone woke, and, you, and yeah. if you are, if you hold what we used to call traditional values, they're, right? They're purging. They're purging people. That's exactly right. You dare not open your mouth, right? Yeah. Or yeah. you you put your own career at risk. That'll, Meanwhile, that, that'll show up eventually on the battlefield. By the way, yeah, you mark my word. Meanwhile, China is making replicas of uh, American aircraft carriers for their training exercises. They've had satellite. Photos showing that they've. We're, we're worried about what gender people want to right. be. That's right. They're called. figuring out which smokestack they want the bomb to go down. All right. What, you got a good story to end on? Yes, I do. Okay, go. Um, so this is from our friends at the B, uh, the Babylon B. Uh-huh. So it's you can count on this being both uh, hilarious and false. Uh, but it's satire. People. Apparently, yes, satire. Um, the police pulled over a uh, commuter. He was in the uh, the commuter lane, and of course, you know. It takes two or more people to be in that lane. And so the, the officer comes up to him and says, uh, uh, you're by yourself. I'm going to give you a ticket. And he says, officer, there must be some kind of a mis- misunderstanding. You see, my pronouns are they and them. I'm a two-spirit queer gender couple. I'm trapped in a single body. So that's why I'm deciding to use the carpool lane. <laughs> that actually sounds like something that could happen. You know? I know, right? right? <laughs> uh, like, I know. I'm a they. There's six of me here. <laughs> well, that's a whole different problem, Sybil. Right. All right, Steve. <laughs> okay, right. We, we have a news service 24-7. Yes. Uh, AFN.net. It's a new website. Uh, it's a new URL, but it's the same old website. Um, well, we yeah. Go to AFN.net. You can sign up for our weekly news briefs. Daily. Daily, I'm sorry. Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. Daily news briefs. We'll send it to right directly to your inbox. You can uh, take our polls. You can read all of our 
um, our poll, our uh, yeah. articles, and you can um, listen to our podcast. If you want uh, news from a Christian perspective and accurate, truthful, go to uh, American Family Radio News. AFN.net. Hey, did I ever? Well, we talk about that later. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, then, folks, it doesn't mean anything to you, and you shouldn't worry about it. Otherwise, I'll talk to you about it tomorrow, says Joe Biden. <laughs>